Welcome back everybody to Brutally Honest Reviews, only on the Brutally Honest Network. Today we're reviewing one of my most hyped movies of 2018. And, sorry, I can't stop right Oh, got the hiccups. Um, so, one of my favorite movies, favorite upcoming movies of 2018, Widows. And Widows is a action thriller by Steve McQueen, not the actor. There's, so there's a black Steve McQueen, who's a great director. And there's a white Very Steve good. McQueen who's a very good actor, who I think is still alive, but very old at this point. If he is alive, he's ancient. Yeah, yeah. Um, Probably dead. Well, surprisingly, uh, Clint Eastwood's alive still. And, he look, and acting. Because he doesn't deserve to die. And yeah. acting. That movie looks good. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I forget what it's called. I love how in the trailer he just does the Clint Eastwood snarl to the <laughs> camera. He's like... yeah. There's one shot where he looks like he's actually dying in the scene. Yeah, it's all of them. <laughs> I do want to see that. I don't know okay. what it is, but he's drug-related. The mule-related. Yeah! yeah! Okay. That's going to be fucking great. Okay. Yeah. Um, that, that's not what this is about. That's going to be, I think, one of the movies that people remember him for. But anyway, Widows. So mm-hmm. Steve McQueen <clears throat> directed this movie. The other movies that Steve McQueen has on his belt are Hunger... Which is a really, 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 really bleak movie with Michael Fassbender, where it's about a guy who goes on a hunger strike in prison. I haven't seen that one. It's super fucked up. And then his follow-up to that is Shame, also with Michael Fassbender, basically about a sex addict. Saw that one. Yeah, that one was really weird. But I, I still like his movies have like a certain like cinematography to them like like everything that he directs he has a really complex meaning to every shot did he do 12 years of slave he did 12 years yeah, of okay slave. yeah that was his next one after yeah that. he's done a shitload of short films which i found interesting because in between these big not necessarily blockbuster movies but in between these big art house movies he's done he's done several shorts as well so it's like what i think we have here is like we have a director that really enjoys his craft and he's really in it to make movies and not in for the money um that's just i don't know if that's really how he is but like that's how it seems um i just i like directors who are are directors for their art and their craft and not necessarily putting up garbage just to put on garbage Mm -hmm. Um, zack snyder like zack snyder oh did you say zack snyder also that's what came to mind also yeah yeah (laughs) Yeah. see that to attack me If I could have claws grow, they'd come out. <laughs> About to get catty in this bitch. Oh, it is, it is. <laughs> so, I'm going to go through the star-studded cast real quick before we go into this. Um, because we have a shitload of people in this. Um, Liam Neeson. Mm-hmm. We have Colin Farrell. We have... Um, Viola Davis. Viola Davis. Michelle Rodriguez. Michelle Rodriguez. John Barenthal. John, John Bernthal. Who else? Anyone else that strikes Who a... plays Colin Farrell's dad? Did not like him. He is a very iconic actor, but I don't remember. He just name. looks exceptionally Ooh. old in this. Yeah. Let's, let's yeah. check it. Let's check it. Right That's let's unfortunate. Pull something up. All right. So just so we can name all of the people who are in this. Um... The dad is Tom Mullet, played by Robert Duvall. Yeah, major, I don't know why I didn't think of that name. Major, major actor. And then, oh, Daniel Kaluuya as uh, yep. Jatem Manning. Hated him specifically. He was the... Uh, he, so good in this movie. He really is. He really I think is. he was my favorite character. Yeah. And uh, Paper Boy from Atlanta. I don't know his real name. <laughs> is he the guy who plays the uh, the the actual Manning like yeah. running for office? Yeah. Brian Tyree Henry. Yeah. Same he white was, boy he Rick. Was damn good in this too. Some white boy Rick. Yeah. Who the fuck was yeah, he? Who was he? He was the uh, cop that first gives white boy. <gasps> Shut yeah. up! No shit. I didn't make yeah. that connection at all. So yeah, you're right. He's he starting to get boy big Rick. off of Atlanta, which is good because he's good in that. He was way better in White Boy Rick than this. I haven't watched Atlanta, but he is damn good in this and in White Boy Rick. Um, but anyway, so let's let's outline. No, let, all right, I'm getting excited. Let's go into like. So, what are your initial <laughs> thoughts? So, <laughs> give me your initial thoughts, Rob. What do you thought? Well, I mean, 
Coming from a person who didn't want to see this at all because I thought Liam Neeson was barely going to be in it, I was like, fuck this movie, I want more Liam Neeson. I really enjoyed it. Mm. And Viola Davis carried the movie so well, mm. I didn't mind that she was the main focal point of this movie. She was great in this movie. Mm. Yeah, that was, I think for me, that was like the, the clincher right there. It's like her character could have been awful. She had a lot of weight on her shoulders with this role. There's so many different complex emotions that she has to go through, like the loss of her husband, the loss of her husband due to what he was doing, the fact that he he betrayed her mm-hmm. and left her out in the cold. Mm-hmm. Um, I loved the shots of her reminiscing with Liam Neeson and then it would just kind of cut to present time where she realizes she's all alone and she's there by herself. Mm. I really like those. Yeah, like the shot, um, the shot. Well, t- I'll, I'll talk about this a little bit later when I talk about cinematography because I can't, you need like your own section about cinematography for a Stephen Queen movie just because like you put so much care and thought into the shots and he wants them to have these subliminal meanings. Um, and there's just a, con- there's a lot going on. I definitely am going to need help on that because that was a major problem I had, actually. Really? Mm-hmm. So maybe a couple of the prob- shots that you might have thought were dumb I can probably explain. I would hope so. I feel like when you when you really dig a movie like this, you'll notice a lot more that a director's doing. Mm-hmm. Like it's like it's almost like hopping on the bandwagon. It's like once they like I, I go to a movie and like I watch like 15, 20 minutes of it and like I expect to get hooked. And then like eventually when I do get hooked, I I start to be able to follow the director like almost like I'm following them like in a like a limbo or something. Like I kind of I see where they're going with certain things and like I'm appreciating movie on so many different levels. It it was insane. It was just a great experience for me. Um, but I loved it. Uh, the acting was the some of the best I've ever seen. I did find plot holes, um, but very minor ones, kind of things that you can kind of throw away and say you know doesn't matter in the big scheme, the longer scheme of things. Um, but the plot was so detailed and so rich and they had so many different characters who actually made themselves important enough to the story that when you think about the whole story it all makes sense and you remember everything when you're going back into it and all I want to do is watch the movie again. Um, I might go see it next week again. But uh, what do you think, Sam? (laughs) (laughs) Okay, so first of all, this movie was advertised to be something completely fucking different than what I got. I went in here thinking I was gonna watch some badass bitches doing a job, and instead, what I was met with was two dudes seeing who had a bigger dick to rule that certain area in some whatever political bullshit that was going on. I'm like, great, cool, let's try to wrap this all together in some stupid way, which was extra stupid. Everything in this was dumb. I feel like nobody was utilized correctly. Viola Davis was the best part, but I was very upset how in the beginning, I knew everyone was a bad guy from the beginning. I was like, oh, you're gonna beat your wife? Cool, we'll get into that. But I was like, oh, I don't like you. If you're working with him, clearly there's something bad going on. Not gonna ruin anything. This is just stupid. Well, let's get into it. I'll explain why I hate everything while we touch upon it, because there's a lot I didn't like, but I didn't like this whatsoever. I'm just touch on one thing. I know the trailer made it out to seem something that completely it wasn't. different. But it also, like, they still, like, it's not that they were weak. Not really, though. I mean, it still portrayed them as hesitant and not really wanting to do the job. I didn't get that feel from the trailer. Mm. Oh, I didn't have a problem with that. I felt that they were, like, forced to do the job. Mm. Yeah. And unwillingly went on the job. That's what I got from it. Mm. It still went well. Well, here's the thing. It's like, we'll talk about the plot, but Viola Davis basically basically tied all of their hands in it they yeah. she implicated them in everything so it's like yeah she she was taking that power for she herself she had no choice well, she yeah, know, thought yeah. her husband was dead and then these stupid gang members come in and like i'm gonna take it from you and i hate that i think that's also why this was not made for me because i'm not into these dudes who think they're bigger and can control everything else purely because they're in a gang which is entirely what this whole shit was be like you steal from the manning brothers we're gonna take it back like fuck you like no 
And it, that's just pretty much all it was. She didn't know the extent of it until well, things started coming out. I think she had nothing. Is the the whole point of it, like it, in like the big scheme of things, is that both of these presidential races, both of these parties, think that they're they're the the smartest of the bunch, and they and they like make that. they make they build this up to think that really it's about these two warring parties, but it's these wives that screw everything up for them. They they take revenge and they get revenge. I didn't see that one. There's Manning, who is um, played by uh, Brian Tyree. No, oh, Manning. 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 Okay, yeah, sorry. White boy Rick. Yeah, Brian Tyree Henry mm-hmm. uh, plays the cop in White Boy Rick. Also, he plays the presidential. Uh, not presidential. Is it governor? Not even. It's so much. They're lower just running than that. for some town. That's what uh, was also frustrating. I'm like, y'all are really. Well, all Chicago this drama is huge, this so they were like. It was by what? What were they calling it? Con- well, there's district. A lot more yeah, it was by district. So they were probably like congressmen. Colin Farrell's Colin Farrell's house was trying to win it to try to keep control of the housing department. Which if they lost control, that would have been it for their family. Yeah. And and Manning's side is purely coming up from. The point of poverty of like we've never had anything we're we're gonna take this we're gonna become something for ourselves so it was like but they're also totally a gang a war too. well they're also a gang but it's like let's like that's an after effect that's an after effect. that that bothered me but i was like oh i'm supposed to like like who am i supposed to like in this situation this racist ass no, dude and that's no. what I don't like. I hated that literally every single person was unlikable in this film. That's how people, that's, but for me, like all the characters were so fucking real. Like for me, like yeah, watching they, this movie, it's They like, were real, I'll agree You're only you supposed on to like the women. Yeah. Then, Which is who. I was who, so fucking annoyed. It was definitely the audience I was with. They ruined a lot. Yeah, there's some strong hate. I'm not saying, I'm not gonna force you to rewatch this, but I would have watched it by yourself again because I don't know. There's a lot in there that you may have missed. I don't know. Maybe. I was sitting the... I think it, the second I realized this wasn't focused on the widow's mission, and it was a lot more focused on this election happening, and then I feel like the connection was mildly forced, because I still don't remember how Liam Neeson and Colin Farrell's character even came together. I don't understand how they well, even know each other. Well, Liam Neeson's a thief. Mm-hmm. Colin Farrell hired him to do a job to steal the Manning's money. Yeah. To sabotage their campaign because he's getting worried that they were going to beat him in the they race. They stole $2 million from a game? Yeah. How are you... He's a professional. You, you have How to you steal $2 million? You have to understand this is like, this is so commonplace. poor This area. happens every day. Like this, this is, I, I believe, thoroughly believe that in this world... This happens every day. Oh, no times. doubt. I think that's also why I didn't like it. It's a little too real. Yeah. It's like, I'm so fucking bothered by this being in my face. Because there was a lot of real shit. You know, racism is still a thing. Gang violence is still a thing. Especially in Chicago. Yeah. yeah. And I feel like it just, me, it didn't do anything. But the so. subtleties at which Steve McQueen directed this film, the subtleties that he, like, the racism isn't, like, right in your face. Yeah. Like, it's... It's implied. It, it's mm-hmm. it's it's there. It's like these these two parties competing, you know, typical politics stuff. But there's like also the race war in there. Like we hear we hear uh, Robert Duvall continually um, degrade, you know, degrade other races, degrade women, degrade his own son. Um, we and then we go to the other side, and and it's all you know, it's all anger, and and it's mm-hmm. all politics fueled by anger and suppression and. It's just it's it's just a shit it's just shit sandwich basically. All I focused on was the amount of <laughs> greed that every single person had. Yeah. Every single person was greedy in this, and that's the only thing that stuck out. Was, but that's what I'm trying to say is like this movie, like Steve McQueen does, is he tries to take a, a, a problem and throw it in your face so you're more aware of it. So not necessarily that's going to change anything because we're kind of in a broken society, but. Mm. All of his movies, they take an issue or like something that's really strong and hard to swallow, and and make that, and they put it at the forefront. At the, at the forefront. That's why he has like, with shame, it's it's like it's sex addiction. There are people like real sex addicts, who, sex addicts who deal with that every day, and it's a real strong subject and it exists 
and, and Hunger, which is about real hunger strike and, and, and stuff like that. 12 Years a Slave, which is about, about slavery. He likes to basically take issues and, and, and put as much of an artistic spin on it as he can to try to make more people accessible to it and more people see it. Right. But I mean, maybe it's just because he this, the films that he wants to make and it's maybe it's not about changing the world. Um, it's just about being like, here it is. This is what's happening. And I'm like, yeah, okay, and? Yeah. You gonna do anything else with it? Because it was, it was, all I was focused on was the greed. So when someone said something racist, I'm like, we're just gonna leave it at that. Like nothing's gonna be like, not just whatever. greed, greed and grieving and loss. Yeah, Betrayed. and how coping. There's a lot more to it than just greed. That's all that stood out. Everyone but greed caused point. all of this. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. So, to pick up where you left off, like explaining a little bit about the story. Um, so Liam Neeson's hired to do a job with his with his 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 uh, crime gang. Um, who consists of jo- John Bernthal, uh, who plays Shane in The Walking Dead. Mm-hmm. He's a um, dick in this. The other guy named Carlos, who's not as famous as a name. Mm-mm. And then there's one other guy who... I barely know, touched I on. Yeah, yep. barely even remember. Yeah. Um, John Bernthal beats his wife, the blind actress, uh, played by Debbie Plecky. She was okay in this. She, yeah, she was pretty She good. had some funny moments. I started out hating her character. I hated her till the very end, but she had her moments. How she got the guns was smart as shit. I was like, all right, I see you. Elizabeth Debicki played Alice. That was one of the wives. Then we have the lead Viola Davis, played Veronica, Liam Neeson's wife. Um, And then we have Linda, played by Michelle Rodriguez. Mm -hmm. And then last but not least, we had Amanda, played by Carrie Coon. Mm-hmm. Who most recently we saw her in uh, she in the new episode, new seasons of Sinner and she's Fargo awesome. and Fargo yeah yeah that's the picture on IMDb she's got and then going into um, rounding out so Colin Farrell is on is uh, plays Jack Mulligan the Democrat running for office or is it Democrat or Republican it's probably Republican probably well no they're both running for actually some I don't, town I don't think they, they didn't really, really have a side it was more of yeah. who was going to be in power at the yeah. end. So Jack Mulligan's on the white, is the white I'm guy assuming on the yeah. side. His father, Robert Duvall. He struggled to hide his accent. A couple did. times, mm-hmm. yeah. And then we have Brian Terry, Henry, Jamal Manning, um, and then his assistant who... Little, um, younger his, brother. Younger brother, Jatem Manning, played by Daniel Kaluuya, who's great in He this. was completely wasted in this. I completely disagree. Wasted. I what? thought he was the best. He was a dick. I feel like his death was stupid. Mm-mm. I'm like, uh, that's how you're gonna go out? Okay, you're trying to. He's this big, tough dude. You know, this like rap for me, do it, and then shoots him in the head. Like, ooh, you're big and tough. I think your hate's just seeing that. I'm just so. It wasn't because it was it definitely. Was, it wasn't what it like was. Like eighty to eighty-five percent about the women and their <gasps> stories. Fucking. They all had their own like little sk- little skills. They all had too. their weaknesses way too shown though, because like all you saw was Michelle Rodriguez failing at literally everything until she got a driver. Yeah, but so did Who the men ripped. too. Though. Like so did so did the men. Like Daniel Kaluuya hit a fucking hit a, a, a median and died. That was um, so like. Uh, Colin Farrell kept tripping over himself through the entire fucking movie. I also couldn't tell what his deal was. I'm like, I can't tell if you're bad because of your dad and you need to keep up appearances because that's who you are. Or do you genuinely feel like this? Because well, even that. No, whole... no, they said he's only getting into it because of the uh, illegal things he's been doing. He's been like money laundering. Yeah. I know. So he's a bad man himself. I know, but like. In a different way than, like, his father. Like, was he actually no. as racist as his dad? Or? No. Well, I mean, not you as just, You both just answered I mean, differently. No, I don't think he was not as, as racist as his dad, but he did say racist shit. Yeah. Yeah. But I, at I, the end of the day, this whole thing was focused on greed. Because even the pastor, when the Manning brothers went to go talk to him, he was, in the beginning, still on Colin Farrell's side because of money. They're like, we need to stick together, brothers in this shit. 
I and then he focus. took the phone and was like, yeah, I don't whatever Colin Farrell's brother's name is like, my brother. And they're like, what the fuck? I mean, I wouldn't say it focused on greed. That was definitely the underlying tone of the movie. I think it was more that's, that's everybody. That stuck out to me. I'm pretty intensely. sure the entire theme of everybody in this movie was vulnerability. Everyone. Yeah. Every single character in the movie, vulnerability. Jack Mulligan was was um, about to lose his company and knew he was dying. He took real go to jail. You notice how quickly he got upset when his his son said something about him not being around anymore. It yep. upset him a lot. Yep. He's vulnerable inherently because he's old, and it's been it's put to the forefront talking about his company and how he's about to lose everything. Colin Farrell is vulnerable because he's in a position where he could go to jail and he's trying to appease his father and he's dealing with all of that shit. And then on the other side, like the the gang and, and the Mannings, they're all vulnerable. They've been vulnerable their whole lives. That's what they're trying to do is change their lives by trying to seek power by by other means. And it's and I know it's shitty, but like that's how they had to do it. Um, and then of course all the wives like they're, they're put in a vulnerable position in, in the movie um, after their their husbands die and they have to. They're implicated, the rest of them are implicated, and Viola Davis is implicated, and they all have to figure out what the fuck they're gonna do. My hate got even bigger when they killed the OG driver. The second he was killed, I was oh, like, yeah. nope, not sticking with this either, because it's like, Boz. yeah, Boz? yeah, whatever right. his name was. It was Boz. Something like that. It was definitely like a you weird You wanna name. do this whole, they had to be gang, whatever, do what they gotta do, but it's like, Really, you needed a notebook that bad? You had to go fucking kill an innocent person in this? They okay. did. Well, that's I mean, the entire point. They no needed respect. That notebook. Depending no respect. on their definition of innocence, I mean, he wasn't innocent. They he... knew she had the notebook, though. Yeah, but he said not to hurt her. Yeah. But they knew she had it when they went to the fucking bowling alley and he's stabbing a fucking guy yeah. who can't feel his legs in the legs. Oh, he didn't give a fuck. That was so fucking dumb. That, his entire character was was his character. Like, he was overly cocky, and I don't like that. Yeah, I don't but, like the character he was. He is someone who I would genuinely punch in the face. But that's the point. that's what you're that's supposed what you're, to feel. Yes, that's but exactly. it's not that's enough. Why, to, that feeling doesn't make me want to like a movie. That makes me want to shit on it because like everyone had their own shitty personalities, and there was no one I could like in this. Just like real life. Nope. This movie. I don't okay. know. I like so, to escape from not liking there people. There were two okay? moments. There were two moments when Daniel Kaluuya, when when the younger Manning, when he was driving, and on in the radio during both times, there were different speech, different racial speeches. I'm not sure which. I'm not sure. I'm not familiar. I'm not or very historical. He was listening to his brother talk. Right. So he was listening to but he getting At the debate. Getting powered and then fueled on that. Yeah. He was like, and, We're gonna take it back. This is ours. All this shit. And that scene oh, where what? he's where he's celebrating and and reveling and listening to his brother and celebrating the car while he's driving the van with all the money in it. And he, like his embodiment, like that entire scene is like he's embodying their movement. Like he's embodying the struggle and trying to rise to the top. And he ends up getting killed doing that because he was blind to what the real, what was really going on. He let everything cloud his judgment. Mm. I'm just trying to say if he wasn't, if he, what is an it's art film not me. going to me. Um, if as long as he wasn't an asshole this whole time, I would have been like sympathetic towards that. Had, not supposed to be sympathetic. No, but if. In, in no way was I even bothering to think about him or anything about him. Like Not that, you to. think about you, you explain that, and you're like, "Wow, that's you know, greatly represented." But like, no, I didn't fucking think about that, and no, nor do I a, care now that I know. That's his rationale behind why he's you, doing what you he's doing. You were on board, so you didn't pick up on this when we were watching it. No, I don't think. No, I didn't pick up on anything. So I was pissed at this movie. There was a lot there. But let's go back. Let's go back into uh, the plot because we we kind of skipped over everything. I'm gonna kind of speed through this. Mm. So um, in the beginning, Liam Neeson ends up. We find out later. This is what really happens. We're not told this in the beginning. Liam Neeson uh, he betrays his gang, his crime gang. Sets so after they steal the money, yeah. they set up. They they set him up. He sets them up with the van. Places a dead body in the front. He. Puts him in the van, sets it up with a uh, propane or hydrogen. Propane, tank. some some sort of accelerant. 
Yeah. yeah. And um, then he rigs it to blow up himself. Mm-hmm. So when he essentially when he drives back, he basically has it set up so when the cops shoot the van, he shot under the door when it opened so no that they evidence. would shoot at the van. And yeah. then he shot. He mm-hmm. shot the propane tank. Mm-hmm. No, there was no, a, there's a no, the, on a thing. He oh, didn't. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he set up a bomb in the van. Yeah, yeah, he did. Okay, so so he detonated the van. They had to switch vans. The other one was damaged, and they needed a new van yeah, to get away got, from the cops. They got in the new van though, but the new van yeah. was a setup van. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, but what if the guy didn't get shot? They and would they... still have gotten in that van. Yeah, but they would yeah. have been less distracted to be like, "Hey, what the fuck's going on? Why are we moving to like?" They literally slowly were going like this because he just kind of controlled the car to inch forward. I don't know. I'm not catching what you're putting. Yeah, down. me neither. What do you? I don't know. Okay. I, I feel didn't... like if someone wasn't shot and I was trying to get the fuck away as fast as possible, and someone was just like moving this slow in a car, and I wasn't focused on trying to keep someone else in my party alive, I'd be like, "Hey, why aren't we moving?" I, I didn't catch. That. It was a different van, completely. I. Yeah, I don't get I'm why. What's your? Yeah. But okay. anyway, um, so the. Heist goes off, and Liam Neeson is presumed dead. Um, Viola Davis, we see her um, living by herself, um, struggling to cope. There was a great scene where she was in front of a mirror, and you see kind of you see her emotions like destroy her, and then she she builds right back up and puts on a front, and then heads out for the day. Um, she ends up eventually, after she finds this notebook and brings it to a bar to talk to a man who knows her her um her husband who works at a it's not a, it's a it's bar a bowling alley yeah yeah and and so talks about to him about it she tells her to stay away from these gangs that's how he ended up in the wheelchair um she doesn't listen she takes the notebook she ends up keeping the notebook though she doesn't sell the notebook Mm-mm. um daniel kaluuya this is jumping around a bit daniel kaluuya finds out that the guy at the bowling alley has been talking to her. He comes down and ends up knocking him out of his wheelchair and shiving him a bunch, which I was super fucked up. He was shiving his legs, he couldn't feel it. Mm-hmm. Um, it was freaking me out, I know he couldn't feel it. but So he got really fucked up. Um, in the meantime, the four wives, three of them, Viola Davis, um, Linda, Linda, Michelle Rodriguez, and then the Elizabeth. Alice. Weird last name. Delucky. Yeah. Delucky. Delucky. Alice in this. Did I hallucinate that? Alice. Close. Elizabeth. I said Alice. Yeah. Oh, is it Allison? Uh, is her name Alice in this? Oh yes. So it's Alice. Mm-hmm. So Alice, Linda, and Bella Davis, who is Veronica. Veronica. And then the fourth wife... He calls her Ronnie. Yes. And the fourth wife, Amanda... Who's a bitch. Didn't, yes, and didn't show up immediately, um, which, you know, initially was like, you know, could be nerves. The second she was like, we're still waiting on Amanda, let's hope we don't need her. I was like, something weird about Amanda now. And then when it came out, I was like, wonderful. There's the weird thing. I thought I'm a that... woman, and I think everybody's shifty. So when she's like, let's hope we don't need her, I'm like, wow, way to focus on that one woman. But, like, out of, just just out of, like, personal opinion, like, there are four wives here that have just lost their husband in a gang-related crime. Um, I, I, I mean, I may not be so apt to meet this girl. You know what I mean? Her, like, right after that. The fourth husband, who, can we, can we even say was her husband? If... Yeah. Mason was having the yeah, affair he was. with her? It could have been. It was. Like, so, in her mind, could Liam Neeson be her husband? In her mind, maybe. Because that's why they didn't touch on the fourth guy so much, and that's why I was like, all right, we don't need Amanda. For all we know, that kid could be his. Yeah. 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 Which would explain a lot more. Viola um, Davis. Hello? Viola Davis did, like, I scream think it's, that at him. It's implied that it's supposed mm-hmm. to be so, his. Like, you went and go, did you, like, redo family? Because whatever. They were like, he was like, we couldn't fix us. Yeah. So I'm going to shoot you in the face now. Like, great. Because they have a backstory where they, they had a kid. Viola Davis and Liam Neeson had a kid who That part was shot. well done. The, the police. That was uh, very. Trigger well, happy cops. Yeah. yeah. It was very. 
I don't want to say good because that whole situation's got not good, but it's that was a good way to shed light continuously on a problem yeah. like that that is still happening. It was a kid in the car with the cop pulling him over, mm-hmm. fumbles for his phone, cop thinks the gun, shoots, and he's dead. Yeah. And, and then Liam Neeson shot him like the whole four time. or five times, yeah. too. Yeah. yeah. Both of them. Does this movie take place in a different time period than present, by the way? I no. couldn't figure it out. I would say it's present. I think, yeah, it's present. You think so? Yeah. yeah. It was the like, stuff with the sun happened a little bit prior, but it didn't explain. Oh, no, um, his Marcus's headstone said 2009, I believe. Oh, good catch then. Because so that's when he that died. Confirms. 2009. Yeah. So I was like, what the fuck is Marcus? And I'm like, oh, there must be a son because his age is only this much. Like, I literally did math in my head. I'm like, fuck is Marcus? Like, must be a kid. Yeah. Very young. And then they touched on it. So these the three wives meet. They end up devising this plan. They're basically, so they're, they're implicated by the Mannings. Um, the Manning come, Mannings come over to specifically just the the uh, one running for office comes to Viola Davis' house, mm-hmm. threatens her, holds up her dog in Mm-mm. a really fucked up way. Um, you think I thought he was gonna snap that dog? Same. Back. The whole time I was like, he's gonna hurt that dog, and I'm not yeah. here for this. Not here for this. That would have been fucked up. I'm glad he didn't. Um, I would have walked out if he did. <laughs> you know what? I'm tapping out of this. So they're, they're, Viola Davis is implicated, and then she implicates, intelligent, very intelligently implicates all of the other wives mm-hmm. by throwing their names under the bus, thus making them a forced team. They have to work Throwing together. their names under the bus, how? Well, they have to, now that they're implicated, she's, she's going to give the names to them. So it's like... Who? To the Mannings. When did we, she say that? She she told that's she told she, them she that. says that yeah she says you're all helping me here or else they'll have your names and go after you yeah I yeah. thought they were just gonna do that because they went after her because she's yeah. Harry's wife but there was obviously other people involved in stealing his money no they were implicated by the by Ella Davis she threatened them. yeah all right well fuck her then too yeah even though like even though like they could the Mannings could have figured out if they wanted to yeah. That she she kind of which is she how cemented I... the she cemented that plot point. In other words, they they decided that probably it wasn't strong enough of, of a it wouldn't be strong enough of a of a of a decision to help to try to do this heist. I'm not yeah, sure they would be much less less willing to help if it was just for the sake of getting the money. Right. I right. thought they she went to see if they'd help purely to see if they were as angry about no. the senseless death because none of them knew the extent of what their husbands did because even Alice was like, if I ask, he hits me. Like, no one knew what they did. Like, Linda did. Linda Linda knew shifty shit was happening, but I don't think to that extent because even when they were, like, destroying her store, they were like, I gave him, like, you. we paid our shit. He was like, well, your husband's doing whatever the fuck else with the money. Gambling. I don't think it was, yeah, but it wasn't, I don't think she knew to the extent of what they were actually doing. She knew what doing. his job was. Yeah. Zero. She said several times he got into this life by himself. Zero of their the decision to her. help, though. Zero of the decision to help was because of the money. It was all, it was all because they were initially, yeah. they were implicated and threatened. And then eventually it, it just became a thing. It just became comfortable with them, I guess. I, I mean, not comfortable, but um, they're each given tasks by Viola Davis, who, as you confirmed later, you you confirmed, you disproved one of my plot holes I thought I found, which with the, the gun situation, which I didn't understand why Viola Davis asked Alice to go get the guns. Um, or the van at, at first, but then I realized it's because she didn't want to be directly implicated or attached to those events. Yeah, they didn't know that she, she, they were helping her. Mm-hmm. So when that happened, I I initially thought that it was a plot hole because I thought it was like, well, if you know, I, I, I thought in my head like, if you know so much about fucking guns, why don't you get the guns? Because you clearly don't trust this blonde. She made the blonde white lady go do it. Yeah, it's yeah. gonna question her. Well, not True. just that, but it's so her name is attached to his little criminal activity. Oh, absolutely. Activity there possible. was no doubt in my mind that that's what it was. That's why so she that, gave them all these tasks. Yeah, but she gave her specifically the bigger tasks to do. She did. She told Linda to be like, figure this blueprint out. And then she's like, you also have to get us ammunitions and not look sketchy and a van. 
they might have helped if they put a point in regarding the fact that she was very white. Yeah. And that because like Michelle Rodriguez was was like Spanish, mm-hmm. um, obviously, and obviously Viola Davis is black. So it's like going into like uh, an event like it looks like they were going to like a super white gun show. Yep. Oh yeah. I don't think Michelle Rodriguez or Viola Davis would have had any luck getting a gun. No, no. I think that's why that's exactly why she, they had Alice do it. Yeah. And I do like that scene where she walked up to that butch lady and was like, "My husband beats me. I'm Russian mail order bride." I was like fucking smart like yeah. she had her moments she wasn't there was parts she of wasn't this complete idiot she no there was parts of this she's probably like, the best problem solver on the movie I did. she <laughs> wasn't complete idiot she <laughs> i had issues with her and her mom's dynamic i really didn't like them but that's just because i feel bad for people who are genuinely in those situations mm. like she was she's in an abusive relationship She's still sad that her husband's gone because even though he abused her, she, that was the only way they lived. She had no money without him. And then mm. the mom's like, why don't you become a sugar baby? Yeah. And then she was like, I'm not you, mom. And then she was like, she made the comment. She was like, um, watch your speaking to you. Do you remember what like what house you were in when you were like 15, 15 16? And then she was like, those boys never paid me or like whatever yeah. shit. And I'm like, all right. Super like she clearly just like she was just been used. Yeah, basically. Yeah, she's like I'm like do I really want to continue to be used? And that's why I was like okay I can see why she would want to do this because even though she's mad, her she's upset her husband said she has no money. So when Viola Davis was like y'all get like two mil a piece or whatever the fuck she said a million a piece. She ends up taking the, the Mannings get two million and, they and then they split the three between them. The yeah. other three million. She probably had the biggest character development in the movie. Went from a pretty much useless, abused woman to really figuring out all yeah, the problems she herself. Did. Yeah, she did. And becoming her own thing. I really wish Michelle Rodriguez was used a lot better. I feel like she was in it and then she wasn't. She was the weakest character. She was, which was super unfortunate. She to was... see her in a weaker role like that, I guess. Yeah, she was like, she. It seemed like she was going to be. I think maybe it's because maybe he was trying to play off of the stereotype and whenever like there's a Spanish, a, a, someone of, like a woman of Spanish descent or a man of Spanish descent in a movie, they're always portrayed as these really like smart and cunning and like bloodthirsty, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like it, it's just like a thing to characterize someone. I think that Steve McQueen, when, he's, when well, whoever was writing this, I don't know who chose the characters and how they were going to kind of react. I don't know if like it was more of a screenplay or if it was based off of someone else's work. Mm-hmm. But um no, I think in the the credits I saw that it was like based on the novel widow. Or there's something like that. There's this is oh. some things related to a find it. It was like right when that preview started. I was like, oh this is a thing. But do you know what I mean? Like I feel like they were trying to steer away from painting from that her and stereotype. That yeah. They yeah. were trying to make she was more of the weaker, I need to make sure my kids are taken care of first. Mm-hmm. Because the mother of the husband was like, you're the reason he's dead. I blame you for this. And she was like, I know nothing of his work. Like, what the fuck do you mean? And she was like, he did what he did for you. Yeah. And that was super frustrating because there are parents who are like that. They will always blame the spouses for shit happening to their kids. And yeah. it's like, no, they he made his own choices to do the things that he did. And it was like super unfortunate. And I think that's also why she was super hesitant. Because yeah. she said she was like, if things go south, like, I want my kids. No, I didn't just sit there and take it. Yeah. But she still was the more, like, hesitant to do things. And it wasn't even that she was hesitant. It's just that shit didn't work out as well for her as it did for Alice, which was yeah. really weird. Like, she had the easiest task. Well, and it ended up in this really awkward scene that was actually really, really sad. And the entire audience I was with laughed at it. And I, that's also made me upset with it. That super vulnerable scene when she goes to be like, I need to speak with whatever the wife, the woman's name was to the man. And he was like, you don't work for that company. That's my wife. She's been dead for four years. Yeah. And then she breaks down and is like, oh, my husband died two weeks ago. And I feel like the way that was set up was bad because in a lot of movies, people will say shit like that to be like, oh, forgive my mistake. Like something traumatic happened to me too. And it's used in like a, I'm going to 
manipulate this person to get what I want. But in this situation, she genuinely was like, I don't know what the fuck I'm doing. My husband died. I'm trying to just cope with it. That's what I thought was fantastic. And I think it originally started out as her trying to do that. But I think because of how that type of scene is utilized in other works, yeah. It's used a manipulative piece and not a vulnerable You expect I am breaking of... down. Yeah, and that's I think that's why people were laughing and I'm like, that's not what this scene was about. Yeah. Because they both started kissing each other and that and they were like, Oh my god, woo and it's like she left with nothing. Yeah. That happened because they both are missing something they need and they're yeah. not finished coping with their pain and like the whole audience was like, Woohoo, yeah I'm like you were missing yeah, the on, whole point of this scene. On that note, like, I actually do think that her character was quite developed. She had a lot of those scenes that built her character, and by the end of the movie, I knew who she was. Yeah. yeah. I um, just feel like I didn't see her enough, which is upsetting. The one they didn't build enough is the one we never really got to meet that was having an affair. I didn't want to meet her. I kind of did only because I saw how good she was in the center, but that's just bias. She no. she just kind of started off weak, I think, because even in like the little flashbacky parts when you know baby's crying and she's like, "Do you want breakfast or whatever?" and he's like, "I gotta go." Like she just kind of seemed like someone who was just like part of the background, like wasn't anything that I think whatever. Well, that's how the affair happened. So when they used yeah. yeah, so when they used her as like part of a big twist, I was like, "I'm not interested in you enough to have this affect me." Yeah. Part of the reason why Liam Neeson killed his whole crew might have been also it was. to leave. It was to escape yeah, it was to start, have, start his new life. Start an entire different family. Yeah, yeah. Because he couldn't save. Couldn't save us, Ronnie. So going back to the blonde girl, after she gets the guns, mm-hmm. she ends up taking her mom's advice, goes on a rich, the rich person dating site, <sighs> ends up going out with that Tom Cruise looking douchebag. Douchebag. Like he looks like Ethan Hawke, too. He looks like Adrian Brody. Hawk. All of these characters. They all had a up. baby. They all have douchey faces in, in, a, in a way. Um, but so she meets this guy. She, he kind of, like, he seems really, he, at first, like, he seems, like, really kind of almost, like, safe and, like, sweet. He's giving the whole sweet guy comments, like, I'm not like other guys. Yeah. I was married once before. I'm just looking for that intimacy. I'm like, Thank bitch, you married. really think sugar baby? I mean, she never did this before. But like, you really think people haven't heard that shit before? Really? But at the same time, she just lost a husband. She also was missing that intimacy plus the money. So I'm going to address the only part of this movie that I disagreed with and thought was horrible, a horrible mm. scene was the transitional scene that Michelle Rodriguez, when she was trying to find the, she was trying to figure out what those blueprints were for. Yeah. Um, so they eventually, she can't find, you know, she she fails, she kisses mm-hmm. the guy, she doesn't get, end up with anything. Mm-hmm. Um, she's talking to the blonde girl, she's talking to Alice on the train. Yeah. And they decide that it's a good idea for, Alice gets the, she figured it out. She she gets it and figures it out. But the stupid part is the next scene is like when she's with her rich husband mm-hmm. or rich boyfriend or whatever, right. the schematic or like the, the blueprint is is out in broad daylight, mm-hmm. but it's an accident. It, like she left it out because she's an idiot. But the stupid part is they could have made. He's it a so building much developer, better. though. So did she do it? I think by she accident? did it on did she purpose. Do it on purpose. Did she do it on purpose? Because I think so. So he'd be like, oh, what's this? Show. Yeah. I, think I just she, feel like it's weird that he didn't question it as much as he should She's playing up her yeah. ditzy, dumb role. Yeah. yeah. Which is how she gets everything yeah. done. I thought it was weird that, though, on the train, that Alice, like, a light bulb didn't pop into Alice's head, and she didn't go, like, say audibly to Michelle, like, hey, let me try something. Let, let me let me take a look at that. Maybe I can, maybe I can do something. Well, I thought she did. No, she, she said I got this, but I mean, she's not going to tell her how because yeah, all no. of their husbands just died. She'd probably be like, what the hell is wrong with you? Yeah, she got her guard up. Oh, she you know what I'm be saying? So, yeah. that, so how well I liked the movie. Because she's still ashamed of what she's doing. Yeah, because at think, first she was very hesitant. She didn't want to do it. Cause she said to her mom, she's like, I'm not you. Like, I'm not going to do this shit. Like, my husband just yeah. died. I have nothing, like, whatever. So I definitely think that she didn't mention it purely to kind of keep that part to herself because I don't think yeah. she's proud of the fact that she was doing that. I know I'm being finicky Mr. Douchebag cinematographer here but no, if they do. just throw in if they just threw in one 
like extreme close-up single of her face looking out of the train or something right after like that. Like where you can tell she's thinking of something? Exactly. Yeah. That would have sold yeah. that for me. That would have put it together. Because I couldn't figure out, was it an accident? Was it on purpose? I wanted to believe it was on purpose because I liked the fact that she started as as dumb and vulnerable mm-hmm. and then she ended up like, oh no, she knows what she's doing. Right. She just has to be put in, in, in the right scenario to be able to do her work. I just didn't like how everything worked out because of Alice. Like yeah. she just had all the right things happening in order for this heist to pretty much happen. Yeah. That was just kind of like a, oh, of course. It you did. Got it, it. it was weird that, but I think what it was is like they wanted, they wanted to like, they wanted again, the weakest against, one to have yeah. all the power in the end. Yeah. They wanted to go against the, the, they wanted to make the most vulnerable, the most powerful. Ended yeah. up being the most resourceful. Yeah. yeah. I it did was, like that about her. As much as I didn't like this, there was stuff that I did like in it, and that was one of them. So, we get to the heist. Well, let's actually, Now that let's, Belle is a thing. Let's talk about a couple scenes before we get into the heist. Okay. So, their, their driver, Baz, we never mentioned him. So, over the course of the movie, Viola Davis is being driven around by the limo driver, who's Liam Neeson's old limo driver, Baz, yeah. or Boz, or whatever his I think name it's is. Boz. Boz? Yeah. Um... Something. Yeah, I only remember because Baz is just from Animal Kingdom. <laughs> Show nice. I love. Amazing. Um, but Boz, the limo driver, um, he tells Viola Davis a number of times that he, she doesn't have to use him. Mm-hmm. He's kind of he's worried about his own life mm-hmm. at this point. Yep. Um, he ends up getting killed by, or getting getting killed, getting killed yeah. by yep. the Mannings. Yep. So the Mannings kill him. They try to try to get the notebook. Mm-hmm. Um, we already talked about the bowling alley guy who gets stabbed trying to find out, trying to, and they, afterwards they have him call Viola Davis and Viola Davis kind of detects something's up and doesn't, yeah. doesn't give him the yeah. time of day. Mm-hmm. Um, but there's this awesome scene building the, the gang characters that you probably didn't like. Um, this was like, for me, like everything hit a T for me at this scene. Are like, talking about the rap scene? The rap scene. Okay. So a couple of them, there's this really cool. It was like, predictable. I liked the transitional build up to when they're rapping inside the. Uh, in the box yeah. thing. Yeah. Because like building up, like we just hear they're rapping, which is actually quite good. At first I didn't realize what was going on. And then I was like, wait, did they <laughs> smuggle people in here? And I'm like, oh no, wait, they were like hiding to work on their raps. Because I heard yeah. it, but I couldn't tell if it was like the soundtrack playing and they just put these two smuggled bodies like, yeah. all right, let's go work. I was like, what happened here? Yeah. So they get caught, um, and then... Well, they get let out, because those are the guys that let them get robbed. Yeah, yeah. They were guarding the money. Yeah. yeah. And they were rapping instead. Mm-hmm. Right. Well, no, they weren't rapping instead. They were rapping because they ambushed them and threw them in a tool shed. Or a toolbox type thing. Those two were the reason yeah. their money They was weren't taken. hiding in there. They Liam Neeson and his crew put them put there them and in locked there. them in there. They did? Yeah. Did I miss that part? Well, it didn't show it. No, oh, they, okay. they, like, It was implied. It. it was implied. Yeah. They were ambushed, money got stolen, and then yeah. they were thrown in there. When they were away. talking, they were like, you're, they, they said something like, you're supposed to be, like, watching our shit, but you're too busy doing whatever, so let's hear it. Yeah. Whatever. They were talking about it. I do remember that part, because I was really confused for a moment. I was like, they just smuggled people in. Yeah. But then I was like, oh, they're responsible shit. But that was another thing. It was like, you're fighting for your people. This is our shit, whatever. But you're also treating your own people like they're disposable. Mm. And that was another thing that bothered me. It's like, you're preaching, we need this. This is ours. This is our time. But I'm also going to kill anybody in my way who tries to take it from me. Another greed thing. And I don't like gang mentality shit. It's just what it is. I I know. It's it's, you, You also have to realize, like, the point of the movie is to, like, show... Put this all on on display. It's like, yeah, it's not to glamorize it. Oh no, absolutely, and that's I think that's another thing. Like this is the stuff that genuinely makes me upset. Yeah. And there are gonna be people who look at this like it is being glamorized. They're gonna be like, I like these dudes who are gang members, even though they died. Like you guys are saying how much you loved his character or whatever. Yeah. Um, 
and I feel like there's going to be some at every there's always going to be that one person that is just super influenced by what's going on around them. They're going to be like, I want to be just like him or whatever. Yeah. I don't I like I don't think this is this is more to keep it in your face and to be like, this is still happening. This is going on. But there are going to be people who are going to take this as like, oh, I want to be like him. I yeah. Be cool. I want to have the power to, you know, scare people into doing what. I want them to do all that That's shit. That's just stupid people. Oh, I know. So let's go into the. So we're running a Absolutely. little bit behind. So let's running into like this rap, this rap scene here. Mm-hmm. Um, so Daniel Kaluuya uh, is is basically he comes up to the Jamal Manning introduces him to the guys yep. who were rapping, um, and he says, "Oh, you like to rap? You know, this is big scene." Is like, "Well, why don't you why don't you do it right here? Why don't Show you do me what me? you got. hear you." So. Yeah. They start rapping, I and Daniel scene. Kaluuya just like starts bobbing Literally his head. Literally, he's like in all his up in face, his face. Like... And that's another thing I don't like when people get in my bubble. Try so to rap like, like that. Yeah, seriously, the first time he did it, he stopped. He's like, "No, no, I'm gonna keep going." He yeah. was, but he was like literally inches from his face. I'm like, I'm so not happy. They were so nervous, and yeah. then he started to get into it, and then he just goes, "Pop, run, right cold blooded, right." In the <laughs> But that scene, like for me, like the lighting, the cinematography, the acting, oh, that was the, the writing, great, all hit. That was like, great, yeah. Head. It was so <laughs> good. Cause he got shot in the head. <laughs> he hit head, yeah, headshot. <laughs> for the, uh, it had, yeah, it had moments <laughs> like that. But this just the the what happened wasn't my. Type I just of think movie. the subject matter is why you didn't like it. Yeah, yeah. It was all well done. Oh yeah, like it was. It had cool shit happening. There was some like little like one-liners in there that I was like, ha. Mm. I think he was my favorite run. character in the movie. Alice, piece of shit. I love to hate nah. him, but he played it so perfect. Alice, I think Alice is probably his, one of the better parts for his me. His eyes are just so like it's haunting. It is when he's sitting by the graveyard. Yeah. At, at the uh, funeral for Liam Neeson in the beginning, just waving. And he puts his gun on oh, that a musket. Yeah. A musket because... It was kind of funny though because I, I feel like there's a lot of symbolism in this. Going back, yeah. I know that, that whatever that statue was has got to be something. It was probably some, some confederate yeah. soldier. Probably. I know it's in Chicago, but mm. I don't know. Everywhere's got their place. So let's let's speed up and go right into the end here. Mm-hmm. So Colin Farrell, shit. Colin Farrell meets uh, Liam Neeson, who we find out is alive. When we go, we find so two things happen that we need to go in before we yeah. go into the end. Um, Liam Neeson meets Colin Farrell on the boat. Colin Farrell talks about how he's you know he's still he's still implicated. Blah blah blah. He still needs to win the ra- he still needs to win the race. He needs his money. Before what? The final job. Before the final heist. Oh, I this thought you meant like, like this was a flashback. Scene. No. I'm like, no, he's dead in this. Sorry, that was me no, mis- no. misinterpreting what you're saying. It was like before. So there's what? that that people need to know. Yeah. And then there's also when Viola Davis goes over the other fourth's wife house and she stops, she brings the dog, she stops in front of a door where her dog won't stop barking mm-hmm. because Liam Neeson's on the other side. She and sees his flask. Door. She saw his flask She saw there. his flask on the table. And then she's like, fuck this. She knew. She yeah. knew at that She knew point. right away. It's like, your woman's intuition is strong, girl. And she left without saying bye or anything. She knew. And everyone then knew. Amanda opened the door and everyone in the theater was like, <gasps> like really? Yeah. yeah. Of course he's there. So the heist goes off. You want to talk about the heist? You're stupid. There was so much build for this heist that was like two seconds long. That's what I love. Well, I mean, in and reality, that's what And I don't like that they all... made it out. In reality, that's what a heist would have to be. They oh, I know, get... but still, it's like these... these... What's the... Even uh... though there was so much going wrong... What's the babysitter's name in this? They still made it out. Bell. Bell? Oh, Bell, yeah. Bell's casing the area. She's making a distraction, so the cops in front of the place... Ripped. She was cool. ...speed off. Mm-hmm. They all get into the house. They use whatever plan they demise... To get the security guard's attention, mm-hmm. get him out of the way. Yep. They see Colin Farrell's father's attendant open the door, <laughs> and she's was... like, oh, "I'm good." Goes back in the room. They're like, "All right, let's go." She and just then, closed the door. I was like, "Because that would happen." One little funny thing is, as she was putting in the code for the man that she blackmailed, oh no! She put it in. She goes, "It's upside down." It's upside down. <laughs> and no. he's like, "Oh shit." They get the money, they're running down, and then 
the old mulligan yep. comes out with a gun. Yep. They all drop their weapons even though they greatly outnumber them, which I thought was a little silly. Besides Linda. And then... No, she dropped hers too. She pulled up... She had a second gun. Oh. Hmm. And I knew she yeah. had another one, but... Yeah, she got them I all didn't... glocked. She shot him with a revolver. Oh. So th- Fuck, they all me. drop their guns. He shoots Alice. Yep. And Linda shoots and kills him. Yep. Drops dead. Yep. 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 Then they race out. They drop. Well, then they get robbed. Mm-hmm. By Daniel Kaluuya. Who's all excited. For long. Thinks Super. he's getting away. Then yeah. Viola Davis, after all this, dis- decides, you know, we've worked too hard for this shit. They run him off the road. Mm-hmm. He gets fucked up, dies, yeah. whatever. Yeah. They take their money back. Mm-hmm. Drop Alice off at the hospital. Yeah. Linda decides to stay with her. Yeah. Says her name is Jennifer. And then pieces out. Yep, and that was it. And then it cuts to... Well, we see Liam Neeson and Viola Davis. Oh, yeah, the then then she goes back to the safe house. Yep. And Liam Neeson comes out and he goes, It wasn't supposed to be you. You should have just sold the notebook. Yeah. But she's like, you literally left me no choice, buddy. And this is where everyone was like, I told you he was going to show up. I'm like, shut the fuck up. You watched like two episodes of Criminal Minds and now you know what the (laughs) fuck's going on in any sort of heist situation. Sit the fuck down. Everybody in this theater was just the worst. I think you just had a drunk theater. They were just, they were laughing at parts that weren't supposed to be laughed at. They They like were reacting. Like at the end when, uh, I will let you continue with, you know, their whole interaction. But when, you know, the shit went down, that's when the whole obnoxious, woo, yeah. I was like, there's still stuff happening. Shut the fuck up. They're too stupid for this Oh my God. They were just way too rambunctious They were, they had to have been drunk. Yeah. It was so So Liam Neeson punches her, backhands her. She goes on the ground. Mm Mm-hmm. He, you see for a moment, he ponders what he's going to do. Then he pulls out a gun, turns around, you hear a gunshot. Mm-hmm. And she's the stronger one. Yeah. And at that moment, you realize she's finally said, fuck this. Yeah. She's had enough. She kills him. How that was shot was really nice. I like that. Yeah. I mean, it was very, you know, of course she's the one. Cause and they, then. I knew they weren't going to have him make it out of this. There's no way in fucking And then hell. she places the revolver that was used to shoot Mulligan in his hand. Yeah. With his fingerprints. Yeah. Implicating him in the whole thing. Yep. So they all get off scot free, and yep. then it fast forwards to how was it like three months later or something? They like didn't that? say. Yeah. They, uh, they it was, did. It was three months. They it did. Was three months. How the fuck do you know that? It was right on the bottom. It said three months? Yeah. Well, I missed that. Yeah. Because it was like, I know this is supposed to represent time has passed, but I didn't know how much because it went from like Linda getting her shot back and then some shit. Yeah. With. Ariel gave money to the salon she was working at and then her dipped sister. out with her kids. Yeah, she gave them money yeah. to her sister so her sister can pay off her debt and yep. own the thing. She went to and then spend she time leaves with her kids. With, and then she leaves with her kids her to start a new life. Yep. And then we see Alice go into the diner mm-hmm. with a friend. Now she has her own life, her own job. Mm-hmm. And then we see her see Viola Davis. Mm-hmm. And then there's a little bit of a connection there. You see her have her thing. Her friend asks her if she's okay. She's like, yeah, I'm fine. Totally. There's, there's, there shouldn't be a sequel. No. There won't be. There, won't, there be. won't be. This wasn't set up. Steve McQueen's not going to do a sequel. And then All she asked was like, how you been? That's it. But who was the guy that came in? No, it was just a friend of hers. Yeah. Oh, friend. he was just, he yeah. wasn't in there before? No. Okay. Yeah. Just a friend. Which <laughs> she's like, and a I bag liked, of money under the table. I, liked, I was like, we aren't done. Yeah. I liked how she asked her at the end, how you been? Because at, in an earlier scene, she called her old heartless bitch. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Now she shows emotion. And I feel like they had a connection right they're, there. They're linked yeah. by that whole situation. Whether they like it or not, they're linked by... Their whole lives happen because of each yeah. other. Mm. And that's basically how it ends. I, I felt like that was a really good ending shot, too. Yeah, I liked it. Um, but let's jump. So there's people here for our next podcast. <gasps> so we, we're running a little long. I know we're really animated about this movie. Yeah. But um, so final thoughts and number grade, Rob. I'm gonna give this one probably like a nine, nine point five. I really wasn't expecting much from it. 
went in there not really even wanting to see it went to do Evan a favor <laughs> we and ended up really liking it yeah like significantly more than I ever expected to like it mm. so yeah probably gonna give it like a 9 9.5 yeah, um, I gave it a 9.5 as well. I uh, I went in it not knowing that it was Steve McQueen. And then during in the beginning of the movie, which I, I like that directors are now doing this because then I get to start kind of meet directors yeah. a little bit because I don't really have time to watch like two-hour commentaries and stuff like mm-hmm. some people do. But So seeing like a little bit of like something at the beginning of a movie is really cute. heartwarming. Yeah, yeah, he was good. He was, yeah. he, was, he was good in his little kind of comedy piece. He was saying thank you for coming to see the movie. He said it was his passion project. And yeah, I cool. felt bad for having negative thoughts about it. <laughs> um, but yeah, I, I, I loved this movie so much. I thought the writing was, it was probably the best writing period this year. Um, I, I don't think anything could be written as, as well. So many different plot points were tied together in such a great way where you got... Seamlessly, too. Seamlessly. And you got so much of this, this uh, political commentary and social commentary and um, you know police warfare all of these common topics that are that are currently happening today weren't shoved in our face but were implicated perfectly mm-hmm. in in the scenarios and, and really painted what was honestly an art piece for me and like I don't like saying art piece because like some movies like the Suspiria remake people are calling a shitty movie because it's an art piece because mm-hmm. they tried to be too artsy because the original is really artsy you can't really Argento out Argento yeah but um still interesting I, I still see it but uh this movie cinematography I didn't talk too much about there were a couple shots in here I wanted to mention that I didn't mention earlier um a couple I did mention that I won't mention again um, the first one being that shot where uh, Mulligan is riding with his campaign manager in the car. I really needed that explained. You need that explained. Really. So the the entire so the shot is literally just a pan back and forth, like a dolly back and forth on the hood of this police car, mm-hmm. showing like the neighborhood and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. It's kind of just it, what it was showing is just showing the metaphor that he puts on. It was two things. He was putting on this uh, this facade when he's outside of this police car. Or outside of this campaign car, but when he's inside this car, you can hear all of his problems. But the only thing that all of these projects see is these black tinted windows and cars, so they don't. Re- so on one side, you're not like this. This neighborhood, these people aren't seeing the like, real. They man. aren't. He- they aren't seeing what we're hearing. They aren't seeing him for the person he is. Right. And him inside, he's not seeing the people and the projects outside for the people they are. I was just super distracted by the conversation in general. I was just trying to figure out where he was going with it when he was like, you ever slept with a black guy? Like a million times? I was well, like, what, what are you, was where are you more, going with? That was that? the more obvious. That was like, if you didn't Their driver was before, this is black. Race. So I was like, does that have anything to do with anything? No, 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 no. It, like, it, it, it was literally like a shot that like they explained afterwards by saying like, that was like their art. If you didn't get it, this is why this, this is what the shot's about. It was a little bit in your face, that line, but like... Yeah, that's why I was so distracted. I was like, where is he going with this? I I think it fit the character, though, because I wouldn't, I wouldn't like, normally assume anyone would say that, but, like, being someone who's so confused and so just, like, shocked and, and, and... by this like political campaign was he using it as like a threat though as like a if we don't win this no like i don't understand what that whole conversation was about his uncomfortability with black people and she also oh and i think she also seemed to to know if she slept with a black guy or not like i don't understand because he asked it multiple times i was like why is he aggressively asking and she was like you need to get your shit together i was like yeah yell back he's trying to figure the mannings he's trying to figure them out however he can and like the fact that he can't figure them out or understand them makes him feel uncomfortable and vulnerable again bringing okay. us back to the same point yeah no i get it it's just, it's just really weird how some people some weird guy. vulnerability um there was one other shot i liked a lot which was the shot where viola davis is looking out her window and there's the rain and everything and liam neeson steps in behind her mm-hmm. and then we cut back to the over the shoulder shot and he's, she's just there she's by, herself. by herself yeah very cool because, like, the entire movie, I was like, is he really there? Is he really there? And then at the end, at the end of the when movie, he when he was actually there, there I was I'm like, like, holy shit. It was in our face the whole time. Yeah. But it wasn't in the way that he used to be there. And that yeah. was a big thing. 
So last thing, acting phenomenal also. Yeah. Um, and Sam. Um, so as much as I think you guys think I'm probably going to give this like a four, I'm not because it did have some really serious things in it that are very relevant to what's happening with today. I just really don't like that that's everything else that was in it wasn't marketed. And I went in thinking I was going to get a completely different movie and I was met with a bunch of shit that I don't like seeing. I don't like these power hungry dudes who are just everyone's killing each other and all this shit mm. um it, it had good parts that i think you know the artistic choices for some scenes were great it was you know strong and serious in its content i just really think that the audience i was with was missing a lot of things that i was taking one way and was supposed to be interpreted as serious they were making it Comedic for whatever stupid reason. If you were yeah. in that theater that day, you suck. Um, so I think just the general, I went in thinking it was something different. Audience I was with just made this completely not enjoyable for me. But it had its moments, so I think I'd give this probably a 6.5. Purely because of my own personal dislikes. This wasn't made for me, but if you agree with you guys, then check it out. Um, so I'm going to jump right to uh, closings uh, yep. just because of time. Rob, do you have anything to plug? No, just the usual, you know, like, rate, subscribe, all that. Cool. Sam? Yeah. Leave us your thoughts on shit. I want to know what other people think about stuff. Yeah. Like us. Follow us. Share us. Love us. We love you. Yeah, guys, if you want to chime in, um, hit us up on our Facebook page. We're posting a lot of different articles on movies and different movie-related things that are coming out soon that we want your opinion. We want to know what you thought about these movies. Um, so give us a shout-out. You can find us on Facebook. You can find us on Twitter, Instagram, YouTube, of course, and SoundCloud, Stitcher. Um, Brutally Honest Reviews, only on the Brutally Honest Network. Um, soon we're going to have a lot more shows coming up from Hop Top Films and a collaboration. And stay tuned next week for another review. Woo! Have a good week. <laughs>